It's a tale as old as time. It's a song as old as rhyme. It's you tuning into the Goose Egg Sports Podcast, the podcast with the stankiest legs on all of the podcast networks. I'm Matt, a.k.a. The Reason the Chicken Crossed the Road, and I'm joined by the best co-host on oh, the planet, thank you, Matt. Jared, a.k.a. Math Leisure. Jared, how's it going? Great. I'm glad you mentioned the leisure. I bought the best shorts ever today. They're Hurley's. They're like, you bought those today? Oh, excuse me. I was like last week, but uh, it was like 60 bucks. I was like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. A lot of money, but they're so stretchy and comfortable. Great it, summer short. It's so weird how we're so hesitant to spend money on good clothes, but like $60, like that's a Saturday at a bar easy. Oh, yeah. And you don't even think twice about it. Sure. And it'll last like whatever, four or five years. Yeah. Theoretically. Like, I always think clothes are a great investment, especially if you are buying like the more expensive stuff, like avoiding like just the $20 stuff mm-hmm. from a Target or a Walmart. Like that stuff, it makes you like want to wear it more. Right. And it just makes you like feel better. It makes you feel more confident about yourself. Yeah, it's like what did Deion Sanders say? Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, live good, live good, die good. It's longer than that, but something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And to be a friend to like let a sixty dollar price tag hold you back. It's so bizarre. It's also funny like how like you like you said, we'll spend fifteen dollars on lunch and not think about it. Mm-hmm. But then like to buy a fun like uh Apple game on your phone like a fun mobile game that's like three bucks you're like oh fuck no, no fucking I mean, there's chance. No chance to play it yeah a do- or a dollar 99 app that like would legitimately help you out <laughs> in a lot of situations right yeah fuck no yeah but then like when it comes to like we'll just drop 20 bucks on lunch easy enough oh chips and it. guac yeah 100 add yeah. that on there even though you only eat half of it <laughs> right yeah so it's just funny how like we inflate the price of food we don't think anything of it. Yeah, us as humans are very, I think we're just so short-termed with our thinking mm. that, like, food, we're just like, yes, I want it now, give it to me now. Right. But give with, like, any other thing that, like, because even, like, stuff, like, I'm always super hesitant when, like, buying, like, presets for, like, Adobe or stuff like that. Like, stuff mm-hmm. that I know would genuinely, like, further my career and make my videos better. Yeah, yeah. I'm so hesitant to spend $5, but yesterday I literally spent 13 at Chipotle. <laughs> exactly. Or like you're buying shots for everybody. It'll be like 40 bucks. Oh, I'm the first person to always do that. I'm always the first one like, all right, first round's on me. Don't (laughs) ever even think about paying me back. I got us. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, to advance my career, do anything like that, zero chance. (laughs) Yeah. So stingy about it. Priorities. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow, the NBA Finals tip off. Got kind of a new matchup. The Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors. Kind Mm -hmm. of the reigning dynasty versus the team that finally has gotten through that conference finals wall that they were stuck at for a while. The hungry dog. I Mm. like that. Yeah. The Warriors are favored in this series, minus 155 to Boston's plus 135. To me, this whole series is a story of youth versus experience. Yeah. Like it's kind of, I kind of forgot it was, it has not been that long since the Warriors were in the finals. Mm -hmm. This is like forever. It does. It feels like it's a completely new team, even though that core of, Curry, Steve Kerr, Draymond, and Clay is all still there. And this is the first season they've all been healthy together. In quite and, a while. And it worked. It got them right back to where they were. This is their sixth six finals appearance in eight years. Jesus. Yeah, it was just the bubble year and last year that they weren't in the finals. It's weird, like, because what if these what if they win again and get four rings? Like they have to that has oh, to like change the kind of I think they're. I think they were away already in dynasty status. I think it only takes three to be a dynasty. Do you think Durant kind of taints the dynasty though, kind of like with the super team aspect of it? See, every I know a lot of people are very anti KD joining the Warriors. I thought it was a good move on his part. Yeah, and I think 
I don't know. I think it gets into really muddy waters if you want to disqualify them just because they had KD. Because like, then where do you draw the line? It would be like Carl Malone coming to the Bulls, like for their fourth championship. It would kind of be like something like that, and then him dipping out. It would it, just kind of take the whole legacy of it. I think it would be, but I think if we, I think when you're talking to someone like at a bar 10, 20 years from now, I don't think we're gonna really think of it that way. I think we're gonna think of just the he was part of that team for those three years and they won it two out of the three years. I mean, it was never like that easy for them. I guess there was one yeah. year they did sweep pretty much everyone. Yeah. It was, it was like the most boring finals ever. I, for, I even forget who they played. There's the Cavs. The Cavs. Yeah. But like up to the finals, they swept everyone, but yeah. I think they lost one game in that finals. I don't <laughs> think they ever swept in the finals. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just kind of think it's just a little, do you, do you think taste. he should have left golden state? Do you think he should have stayed? No, I'm glad he left. You are? Yeah. I personally think he should have stayed. I think he could have just stayed there. I mean, it's the best system in the entire NBA. But for the entire league and for watchability. For I the, think. I was talking, yeah, purely for Kevin Durant, he, I think he should have stayed. Yeah. For the rest of the league, yes, it's be- It's definitely better for watchability. I think purely for Kevin Durant, his legacy would have been better if he'd stayed and just racked up a ton of chips. I don't really buy the whole argument that one ring like, I don't buy the argument that Dirk Nowitzki's one ring in Dallas has more value than Kevin Durant's two rings in Golden State. Mm. I don't buy that argument. Do you think it's similar or Katie's way above that? I don't think way above. I just think I think a ring is a ring. I think winning, if you won the championship, no matter who you were up against, I don't like strength of schedule, all that stuff. I think a ring is a ring. You set out, you accomplish the one goal for the season. Yeah. You won a championship. Okay, fair enough. And I think if Kevin Durant stayed in Gold, Golden State, they would have won probably like you probably have three or four by now not one not two <laughs> not, not three, three. <laughs> not four <laughs> they got lebron stopped when he did because he could have just kept going with that till he was like at 10 or 11 i think he stopped at seven i believe that was remember but i just remember being so annoyed with all that that was a rough one yeah. that whole parade <laughs> yeah and like the decision like espn broadcasted the entire fucking thing it was a big deal at the time. It was middle. It was like also the middle of July. Like what else was there going on? And like all the questions were, how do you feel about your decision? When did you make your decision? What yeah, is your decision? Because I did. Yeah. I think they did six like leading up questions before his actual decision. Yeah. It was like how they do the draft lottery. Like you don't get the results to the way end. Yep, they go so they backwards. Just like, like we're gonna come back to commercial break. Well, and LeBron's decision it'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. And they just randomly had a bunch of like kids behind yeah. him watching. How did he you chose his decision? worst shirt possible for the event? How did you make your decision? <laughs> yeah. When did you make, make your, decision? your decision? Why did you make your decision? <laughs> yeah. Where did you make your decision? Oh, and what's your decision? Yeah. Oh, by the way, who did that. you tell your decision? <laughs> right. Yeah. It was just awful TV. I was so annoyed with all that. That was a rough one. I was doing driver's ed at the time. I li- remember listening on the radio as it happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember where I was when I remember it. That was probably in my basement somewhere. Because my uh, I was my driver's ed teacher was also our basketball coach, so he was very a very big basketball fan. And he got pissed when he heard it because we were listening live <laughs> on the radio. And I was driving, he just goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah, he was very like anti super T, very old school guy. And, you know, and I just don't think he liked LeBron in general. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. And that probably made you more nervous during your ex- driver's oh, ed. Exam. It didn't. It didn't help. It was during the practice. Thank goodness. Oh. But like the exam, I actually did the exam pretty well. I didn't do great on parallel parking, but who does? Oh, I nail par- parallel parking every time. Did you? I'm really good at it now. Yeah. I saw a TikTok trick about it. So you bring up TikTok when you're parallel parking, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I just pull it up real quick. <laughs> scroll <laughs> scroll through my likes to try and find the parallel parking one. Yeah, people behind me hate me. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, 
going back, I'm very excited for this finals. I, I watched the Celtics Heat game seven. Yeah. And the Heat were just cold. They were. Like Jimmy Butler was just taking dumb three pointers. I think they were tired. Yeah, and the Celtics were getting easy buckets on def- from defense to offense. Mm-hmm. So that's the secret. I mean, obviously the Heat play different than the Warriors. Warriors are more perimeter. Very, they're complete. I'd say they're the complete opposite of the Warriors. Right. So that's going to be interesting dynamic. That- I'm very interested to see if the Celtics are going to be exhausted because the Warriors are very well rested. None of their series went past six, and the, the Celtics coming off two seven game series. Rest, rest versus rust, though. That is true. So we got to see what happens. I think the Celtics kind of need to steal this game one. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big factor. Right now, the Warriors are favored by three and a half. But I'm um, sorry. The courts are calling me. No, no. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just the Celtics only have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and a bunch of maybes for offense. The Warriors have four great offensive players. And Wiggins is no slouch. Right. So I don't know. They also have finals experience. Gary Payton, Jun- Gary Payton the second, Otto Porter Jr. and Iguodala all might come back. They've been practicing this week. I I think Warriors and six is probably my pick. Okay, but I don't know. I think the Celtics just they need to exploit Jordan Poole because he gets into foul trouble a lot. I think that's like kind of their only way to really have a chance. And I unless Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just go off oh yeah jason tatum's gonna need to average like 35 a night he's gonna have easily. to be the finals mvp he's gonna be, have to be a lebron performance i think so too sure. jalen brown he plays really well on offense too but the two never play well on offense together it's mm-hmm. usually like they trade one night for the other yeah so if they could get one night where they both play really well they'll have a chance too yeah it really all depends on the celtics defense That's i do too i'm very excited to see those like see like Marcus Smart chase around like Steph Curry mm-hmm. and stuff. I think that'll be a really fun thing to watch. I think the off ball movement from the Warriors is something that the Celtics have not seen in right. these playoffs Regularly. at all. Right. And I think that'll be interesting. It's just a matchup we haven't really seen. I'm very lot. excited for I, it. I am too. I'm gonna be, definitely be watching for tip off. Do you care at all about the whole thing about Steph not having a Finals MVP? No. I don't either. No, because then they, who decides it? Kerr. No, it's the media, I believe. That and they gave it to it. Iguodala? They gave it to Iguodala the first year because he shut down LeBron, and that was very— Shut down. Yeah, exactly. Quote. Yeah, <laughs> he held him to 40. <laughs> I, I was a big advocate for the fact that LeBron should have won MVP in those finals that they lost because he was. I still think he was the best player on the court. Especially that yeah. first one when there was no Kyrie and no Kevin Love. That first one, I thought he deserved it for sure. Yeah. Because he got that one to six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I'm fine with that. But yeah, then there's a weird thing of do you give it to a losing team? So it's Iguodala, then KD the other two years. Did you see KD's thing on Twitter yesterday? Uh-uh. He got into a big argument with pretty much everyone because Draymond <laughs> on Draymond's podcast, he said that Steph deserved MVP those last two KD years because he saw seven times more double teams than Steph than KD did. Okay. And then KD is just saying he disagreed with that. But then a lot of people <laughs> were pulling up numbers and like the numbers actually backed it up that that the defenses do focus more on Curry than KD when that team was together. Huh. Which I thought was interesting. KD or Steph just has such a gravitational pull on defense. Well that makes sense because KD will he's not afraid to shoot the mid range. Yeah. And I mean obviously Curry will go five feet behind the line and sh- shoot a three and probably make it Mm -hmm. so it's like okay well we'll just have 
Durant, Nickel, and Diamas with twos instead of Curry, like, hitting a bunch of threes. And people pulled up articles where Ty Lue, who was the coach of the Cavs at the time, he said that that was their game strategy, was they were going to focus more on shutting down Steph. Because Steph also facilitates the offense mm-hmm. elsewhere. I think st- I still think Steph doesn't get enough credit for being a great passer and just right. offensive point guard. Yeah, he's insane. But yeah, Katie spent quite literally all day on Twitter arguing with people about that and even like got like into it with draymond a little bit oh my god just log off why did why does he do that to himself how's he is he that insecure about himself i think he claims he has fun with it and then he like doesn't bother him but that's such a telltale sign that someone's bothered by someone when they say they're not bothered by something (laughs) no one's ever said it's like it's like when someone asks you if you're about to cry when you are about to cry you're gonna cry (laughs) that's always how it happens yeah or like uh, are you mad and then that kind of pisses me off when somebody asks me if I'm mad. Like, yeah. no, I'm not fucking mad. Now I am, though. Exactly. It's, <laughs> right. I don't know. The, I go back and forth with Katie so much. I watched him. Uh, David Letterman had him on his like Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he baked or something? He, yeah, he said he was high. He just Because I think you can, in the NBA now, you can smoke weed. Yeah. So he just straight up said, like, yeah, I'm high right now. He says he smokes every day. It's his glass of wine, and it clears his head. Oh, wow. Do you Which, think LeBron smokes? I bet LeBron has tried it. I don't think he does it often. He gets paranoid. I, yeah, I think LeBron. Would, I think honestly, LeBron would be kind of a nightmare to smoke with. They're playing rap music, and he's just saying all the words wrong. Like, imagine smoking the backseat of a like Toyota Corolla with LeBron. With LeBron sitting next to you, he's for sure like seeing like something like, "Oh my god, that's a cop! You guys can't. We can't do this. I have a I have a billion dollar Nike contract. I'm gonna lose it all. This is terrible. This sucks." He's either that or he's that guy like saying like, yo, we need to get our shit together. Like we need to we need to go out there and like put some work in, get our life together right now. <laughs> right. We yeah, need to yeah. be striving for greatness. Yeah, yeah. Or just like throws up a bunch of YouTube highlights or something of some random player. <laughs> no, I think that would be KD. Yeah. KD's always like he like people always say like whenever KD has a house party, he's throwing on like Tracy McGrady highlights and making everyone watch. That's kind of because he just because he loves basketball so much. Yeah. Which athletes would be the worst to smoke weed with? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is rough. Carson Wentz would suck. Carson, I think Carson would be fine. I don't see any problem with Carson Wentz. I just, I, I just don't think he probably does it too often. Um, fuck. I'm think trying to think that who's like the athletes that like are always trying to inspire you to be better. Because to me, those are the guys that are always the worst. Uh, maybe like JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Yes, he would be an absolute <laughs> nightmare. He would like. Say we need to go like work out to counter effect the high we're getting right now. <laughs> this is just not the point of what we're doing. Uh, who else? I don't think Tom Brady would be fun. I think Trevor Lawrence would just take a nap right away. But but here's the thing, Trevor's Lawrence. I think he has experience with it because his brother is like super huge in like LSD and stuff. Oh really? That they, they interviewed when that big interview came out last year about how Trevor Lawrence said he doesn't really need football. Yeah, I think. His brother came out and he like he openly said like yeah I'm like super into LSD and stuff and <laughs> just open with it yeah well his brother has nothing to lose I suppose, he's about yeah. to get like a payday yeah never but, has to work a day in his life yeah exactly so I wouldn't be surprised if Trevor's at least there's at least been Trevor's at least been around weed yeah yeah I just think he's just like oh I'm sleepy you know who would <laughs> think they're fun but they're not mm. Rogers oh yeah, yeah Rogers would think he's like super he'd be like super like examining the weed and like. Talk about where it's from and stuff, but then have two hits and just yeah, yeah. be freaked out. He put like Bob Marley music on it, just be way too stereotypical. He, he, he would for sure put a record player on. <laughs> like a Fleetwood Mac record. Or he'd be that guy who's not high when everyone else like he doesn't smoke when everyone else oh, like he, he yeah. like sneakily passes it around. Mm-hmm. 
And then just at the end, he's like, wait, are you sober? <laughs> like, are, you, are you sober right now? What's yeah. going on? What's going on with you? He's like, I'll drive. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. Like, He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't smoked anything. Yeah, I smoke all the time. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is just my usual. Uh, what's your finals pick? I'm going to say say Celtics and seven. I could, I think it's going to go six or seven. I just, I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm saying this. <laughs> but you're going to do it. Team of Destiny. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I, I get that little, little weird little fire in my stomach. It does. You do kind of get that feeling like when you when the Warriors had that first finals. It does like it kind of has that feeling. They had they had that ceiling for so long. Like in the Warriors case, it was with Mark Jackson. Then the new coach comes in, mm-hmm. gets him over the hump. This could be that thing. And this could be Jason Tatum's like I'm a top five player in the league. Yeah, yeah. Moment, yeah, which yeah. I thought it was with for Luca previously. Yeah, and it's just there. There's sometimes like weird upsets in the finals like this. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's a game of in, it. it's a game of injuries and health when you get to the finals at this point. And like we yeah, like I, like we said, like who the fuck knows about Draymond? Yeah, get suspended for a game. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there'll be definitely like some controversial technical will happen. I think yeah, I think there's gonna be some big moment in like a game five or something when yeah, there's a technical that'll happen or like there'll be a moment where Dre, where like Andrew Wiggins is in the corner for an open three with 12 seconds left or mm-hmm. something like that. And like, he'll get the ball and his like foot is out of bounds. Yeah. Some it's, shit like yeah. That. It always comes so close. Um, Game of inches. Some call it. I would say so. Uh, did you see the whole thing with Jason Tatum texting Kobe Bryant's old number? Yeah. I, saying, I got you today. What did you think of that? Uh, I don't know. It's whatever. I wouldn't do that, but it, I, I personally thought it was a little corny. I wouldn't post about it. Yeah, I would just do it and maybe I, not that, say, shut up about someone it. Someone on Twitter, I think, said, like, save that story for when you retire. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm, I don't know. I pe- Personally, I wouldn't do that, but... I think people are really weird on social media about dead people. I think, like, yeah, text the number if, like for your own internal motivation, but then to do it and then post about it right after. Like, he wouldn't have done that if they lost. He would not have posted about it if they lost. Yeah, he kind of wants some free clout with that. He wanted to be a story on SportsCenter with that one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine to do it. I just wouldn't post about it. I mean, I wouldn't do it either, personally. (laughs) I think that just feels weird. But I guess, but I also, I never had a personal relationship with Kobe. Apparently him and Jason Tatum were pretty close. (laughs) So That'd be be funny if somebody got, got Kobe's old number. Their just phone keeps blowing up. Yeah, yeah, that would have been so funny if someone responded. They're like, what the fuck, dude? This new phone, who does? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, who does? some old lady in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm sorry, who is this? Yeah. Yeah. They just give the number out again. I don't know. I just think people are a little weird with people when they die. And, so, and just like now with social media, you can get likes with mm. stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Just not my thing, but it, I'm not Jason Tatum, so. Yeah, you are. Definitely not. So our favorite sports simulation video game announced their cover athlete today. Did you see who it was? Yeah, I got spoiled. I, you was, did? I was trying not to get spoiled by it. It was hard. It was hard not to. It was kind of everywhere. It was the one who everyone kind of said it should be. John Madden. We're mm-hmm. calling it the All Madden edition this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. It's, I think the, it's the right choice. I think so too. I also think we're kind of like sick of right now it's been Mahomes like on a run lately. Mahomes, Lamar, Brady. Like we've kind of seen like a lot, so I think it's good to switch it up. I also think it's a really smart fail-safe for them when people criticize the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. What do you mean? We're, we're honoring the late John Madden. Right, yeah. I think they just have Madden on there permanently as a cover athlete. I think so, too. I think we're kind of over the Madden cover athlete thing because it just goes to 
whoever won MVP basically or like the cup, yeah. or what athlete did the best or which athlete's the most exciting. And then you get rid of the Madden curse. I mean, when's the last time it wasn't a quarterback? I can't even think. I'm trying to think back right now. Was it like, Antonio Brown? That's right. Yeah. Madden 19. <laughs> that aged well. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been a defensive player since I don't even know when, like Palomalu in 10. Right. Yeah. Ray Lewis, I don't think he was in like 05. Who else is there? Peyton Hillis. Everyone, that <laughs> that debate's come back up on Twitter hard today. Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Well, the most obscure Madden athlete of all time. Well, that was the year they did the voting, and everyone just wanted their player to not get the Madden curse, but Browns fans got super into it because they're Browns <laughs> fans. They're like, oh, we can win this thing. <laughs> so they just like put their the oh, yeah, whole, Richard, like, Richard Sherman. Oh, that's right. Sherman. We got Tom Gronk. Calvin. I don't know what they're going to do still in Madden 25 because they did Madden 25 already. They just probably just called Madden. I think so too. Calvin, Peyton Hillis, Drew Brees. Why did they do Madden 25? I think it's why? their 25th year anniversary, know, but, but maybe maybe it wasn't like looking back at it. I don't know why. Like they just didn't think that through. Did they think the world was going to be over by then or something? <laughs> yeah. It was such like short term thinking like we're going to get more sales if we call it 25. All right. Yeah. Quick. You're looking at that right now. Which Madden was the best? Uh, I have a soft spot for 05. Do you? Uh, newer age, probably. I don't know. I have a I have a soft spot for eleven. I think 11. that was that was the year I first got my PS3, and I was like, for that was like when you was first playing Madden, like for real again. Mm -hmm. And I just I I stayed up the latest playing that one. Yeah, I just like from like thirteen to like nineteen, they all just are a blur. They all feel like the same game. Exactly. I bought every single one of those. I think I think I bought everyone from eleven till I did not buy. I think I bought everyone from 11 to 21. <laughs> on opening day. Probably. First one in line. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for Target does a deal where you buy it, you get a free bag of Doritos. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a sucker for that deal, but I stopped buying them lately. I'll probably, I might buy this year's just because I haven't in a while and I'm I, sick of like downloading user rosters. I'm still playing Madden 21. I had, tw I have 20. That's my, I for the Madden series I do, it's on the computer here and that's, 22 but i've been playing 20 since for the last two three years and i'm like i'm fine with it like well so ever since they allow people to create their own rosters that's all you need mm -hmm. but i think i've after like three or four years they take that off of like the old games sure. so like you can't do like mad 19 now oh yeah they like shut down the servers so it'll be i think 20 it'll run out so i think i'll spring and get 22 or really? this will be this will be 23 i think so and you can buy it for a fraction of the price i think I, i'm gonna just go for a used one i think Oh, you like the disc version? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it taking up too much space on my hard drive. I, I like to get, like, the hard drive games, I like to get something I'll play for a long, long time, like Red Dead or something like that. Sure. Something I know I won't ever really delete. Sure. Madden, I'll just like, replace it every year. So I usually get the disc. Plus, I like, always like to bring it to my friend's house. Oh, okay. Because he has a PlayStation 2. Spread the wealth. I tried PlayStation to. 2? <laughs> he has a PlayStation also. <laughs> it's the new version. <laughs> What type of features do you think they're going to recycle this year? Because they haven't announced any oh, gameplay fuck. things, but it's know. usually a three-year cycle. Like, this, like, oh, we've revamped running this year. Oh, we've revamped passing this year. Oh, it's either running, passing, or tackling. That's one of the three things they revamp every year. So, with Madden being on the cover, they usually, like, playing into who the cover athlete yep. is. So, I wonder if they're going to so do like Antonio, coaching. When Antonio Brown was on the cover, they'll, like, improve receiving. That's when they introduce, like, possession catch. Exactly. So it'll be something like that. So I think there'll be some like coaching aspects. So like they'll add like offensive coordinators, defense coordinators to like the new Madden. Um, more 
I don't know, something with Ask Madden. Maybe. Uh, they might like improve the Ask Madden. So, like, so it's not rec- AI. So it's not recommending four verts on, for, on fourth and goal. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be like something, some little smart, like smarter that. defense. I would be okay with that. Right. Like smarter defenses and stuff like that. Because I don't know. I actually, I will give them credit. I don't know in terms of like pre snap what else they could add. Pre snap, yeah. they're pretty solid. You can move offensive line coverages. You can audible. You can shift things. You can do new routes. I think they're pretty solid on that aspect. Yeah, I like, I like pre-snap. Maybe just more plays. They, I, I could see them saying like newly revamped playbooks. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because they feel a little stale. Yeah. There's the only playbooks. like four playbooks that really feel unique. Like the Packers, the Chiefs. And then like maybe just like you can do the alternate playbooks too. You, like you can have do the West Coast playbooks, like the run and gun playbook. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like more of those like generic playbooks you could do. Yeah. Do like a wing T one. Like, I mean, fuck it. I know it won't happen, but if there was ever a year to bring like historic teams like they have in 2K, I know they're going to do that. that. I know they won't. I wonder what it would take. Cause I would pay like even, like, I, I hate to say this because EA will listen and they'll fuck, oh, you'll pay. We'll do it. <laughs> we like money. But like, that was, seems like such a great opportunity for like DLC. Like, you can just buy like teams from the past. Right. Because oh. that's all I do when I play Madden with my friend right now is we just do historic rosters. Mm-hmm. I think that's just more fun. So I think the reason why it works for 2K is because it's like only like, they don't have to pay like six, seven guys. Six, yeah. seven guys. And they have to pay those six, seven guys. Because once you get past the seventh guy on those like created, ro- those like historic rosters, it's a Generic. lot of like Chris Anderson's <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Joe Smith. Yeah. All the just bald guys are six, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like very like, so I think that's the issue. They're not going to do like, I know, 22 players and but pay each of those teams. If, if the, if the, if the franchise got to the point where it was like down that bad, they have that get out of jail card because that would get so many people back into Madden if there were historic teams mm-hmm. that would get like a generation of like people who haven't played Madden in years I think back into it and like you have the old cool stadiums yeah like just bring back the stadiums maybe, for once maybe do that for like yeah the stadiums I think the stadiums would be easy enough because let's play just, in the Metrodome right and then it could just be a generic name like Vikings old stadium if you don't want to pay the rights to the uh-huh. stadium or whatever but the thing is they have the money to do all of this they just they have they designed like most of the stadiums back in the day. They can yeah, exactly. master them. <laughs> they have the blueprints. It's such a I really do want we gotta get some sort of Madden person on this podcast because I would love nothing more than to talk with them, but they obviously wouldn't say anything bad. Or like sorry, MLB the show, like you can design your own baseball stadium and like you do crazy shit with it. Yeah. Like just have that for Madden. People would love that. For like franchise mode, like you just design a, your own stadium. They used to have that. Yeah, but like how MLB the show, they have like it's very like detailed and how you do yeah. it and all that. Just do something like that. I don't know. I think that'd be dope. Like make you could make like an arena football league like this or the sidelines are walls. I think stuff like that would be really cool. Yeah, you can shorten the field to like kind of fuck around with it. Yeah, and I don't even think you can create a team anymore. That used to be a big thing back in the day. You can, I, I think you kind of can through franchise. Gotcha. Sort of. Like but relocate and yeah. change your team. Yeah, but it's like very like bare bones. Yeah, it's... I don't know it I, for as much as I play Madden it does depress me <laughs> a solid amount so. yeah so let's change the topic before I start crying here uh the matches tonight Ooh, we've got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at minus 160 versus Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes plus 140 Rodgers is actually the best golfer of the bunch he's a 4.6 handicap Brady's an 8.1 Mahomes, I thought Rodgers didn't golf that's what he says 
He loves saying he doesn't golf. He meant he tells us it's just like he says he doesn't need football. He tells us every time he gets a chance, "Hey, I don't need to do this. I'm just good at it." He's he's the worst. He, I don't think there's been a like a, an athlete besides OJ Simpson who's had <laughs> such a fall from likability. <laughs> That's a strong statement. I, can you think of one who's like gone from likable to not likable so quickly? It's been like a calendar year. Oh, geez, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really it, disagree with you. He just that. his whole shtick is just like be, being too cool for everything. I just too cool for the room. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't need to be here. Like I'm blessing you guys with my presence. Mm-hmm. Like just an enjoy arrogance. me. Yeah, he literally said on McAfee last year when he's prepping for this that he doesn't play golf because he'd he'd like rather be like reading or like bettering himself. But he is also a four point six handicap, so he's obviously playing golf. Right. He's not just naturally that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not reading books all day. Exactly. He's probably reading books about golf. So much. You I listened to him when he was dating Danica Patrick. He was on her podcast and she was just gushing over him. She obviously like liked him a lot. And she said he was that he like has a highlighter when he reads books and like highlights stuff when he reads. Nice. So good for him. It's a good move. It's like he's studying for a test. Oh, yeah. So he was just the guy sitting at Cabo when the Packers would get eliminated from the playoffs. Just <laughs> highlighting books. What a dork. Um, nerd. Do you have? Do you think you know who's gonna win this one, or is it just a toss-up kind of? I don't fucking know. Probably Mahomes, Allen. I think it'll be Brady, Rogers. They just they're better golfers, but Allen, Mahomes have more upside. I think they're stronger. Yeah, they hit bombs. <laughs> hit bombs. I feel like Allen could hit a four hundred yard dr- uh, drive. Yeah, probably. It's just fucking boot it. I came up with a list of cliches. I think we can expect for tonight. I think Rogers will be really quiet. He'll he'll just say like his little subtle jokes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Brady's gonna make a lot of corny jokes where he roasts the others for losing to him in football. Yeah, yeah. Which to me just lacks so much self awareness because he's always had better teams than these guys. Yeah, like Brady will say something about uh fucking what's his name. Like he made a joke already about Devonte Adams leaving and Tyreek Hill leaving, or like D Ford. Remember when he was offsides against the? Yep, he did that one too. Okay, he already did that. It's like I and I get why he can do it. Like he can do it because he obviously like one and stuff but also like there's so much luck that's gone into tom brady's career and people can and obviously like greatest of all time people can say whatever but he's had a lot of breaks go his way yeah i think that's a very fair thing to say and if you were gonna win six super bowls you're gonna get lucky at least a few times yeah and i think when he makes those jokes he kind of lacks that self-awareness but then again maybe he is just god and he can do whatever the fuck he wants because like now he like jokes like oh yeah tuck rule was a fumble like if that was called if that was called the other way, he would not have been a starter in this league. I think Bledsoe would have gotten his job back. Hard to but say. that's a that's a big what if, yeah, obviously. Huge we, we'll never know. But so I think he's gonna make a lot of those jokes, like making fun of like, oh, Devontae Adams left. It's like sick, bro. You've played for two great organizations who have catered to your every will. Oh, like, Randy Moss left. Yeah, yeah, that's what they need to start doing, or they need to start getting really deep. Yeah, where's your buddy Guerrero? Yeah, where's Aaron Hernandez? Go even fucking deeper than that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I, I want one of them to snap. If like they miss a big putt, I need someone to snap. Like, oh, you should take an Aaron Hernandez out of your under your wing. <laughs> How's that feel? Maybe he'd still be here. God, Twitter would explode. See, that's the thing. I think someone needs to clap back and shut him up because he's just he's being cocky with his little golf videos too. Just clearly posting fake videos. I don't know why. Do you remember that TikTok trend? Like, there would be like people golfing. It'd be like frat bros, and they would run over people with their golf cart. Yeah, someone needs to do that to him. <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah. Like someone needs to, yeah, take the bullet because I don't think they can get in trouble for that. I guess they maybe assault charges or something like that. But 
that but that would be a bitch move by Tom Brady to run someone over to fault to like press charges. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen take one for the team and run Tom Brady <laughs> over the golf cart. Right. Uh, the other cliche cliche I have is I think Josh Allen's going to say literally nothing of consequence. I don't even know if I know what he sounds like. It's a very basic voice. Yeah, I don't think he's like ever said anything interesting whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think Mahomes is going to pull off some sort of like insane athletic thing. I think he'll have like the shot of the night. I think he'll wear like the wackiest shirt. Yes. Like and then like his, his goofy ass Oakley sunglasses that he wears. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be like he'll wear the wackiest shirt of it. The loudest thing for sure. Yeah. He'll, he'll probably go backwards hat too. Yep. It'll be like like alligators all over his shirt or something. Yeah. I just my only thing I hope is that people don't because Brady's going to chirp all of them. I just hope these guys don't take it laying down. I want them to chirp back. Right. Because so far, like on Twitter, like when he's done it, like they all just like laugh it off and like don't say anything. Yeah. Fight it. Take him back. Ass kicked a little bit. He doesn't. No, I, Tom Brady. I think he's at the point. He's jumped the shark. He went from like everyone <laughs> hates him. Then he's like, oh, Tampa, he's so cool. He's jumped Tampa. the shark now and now he's just cocky. He needs his ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> someone please kick his ass there, please. That's well, all I ask. Whether literally or figuratively. Either way. or. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. I don't know if you saw yesterday, but we are officially 99 days away from the kickoff of the NFL season. We're in double digits. Thank Gord. Thank Gord. So the couple of weeks now leading up to the season, we are going to start previewing two NFL teams, one NFC, AFC per episode so that we get like a full picture of what we expect from each team Mm -hmm. going into the season. So for the AFC for today's episode, we are going to preview the Denver Broncos. Very exciting. Um, we talked about this a little bit in our unofficial preview episode last two weeks ago. Um, I think they win the division at 12 and five. I think they're going to lose the chiefs in the divisional round. And I think Russell Wilson is going to be one of those guys who's up there for MVP. Yeah. It sounds like he's looking good at camper already. Apparently his first pass was a pick six, but besides that, he's looked really good. Yeah, I think it was to Patrick Sertan, who's yep. like one of the best corners. In the but league. that's, I think that's good. Cause I think that gives the defense confidence and the whole team confidence that like, Hey, we got a defense too. And that brings Russell Wilson down a peg and like motivates him to do better too. Yeah. He's going to be running plays by himself tonight. Right. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> waiting for the sun to go down still practicing. Yep. Um, and apparently Jerry Judy's clear of all charges. Yeah. So it sounds like he'll be it. back. Yeah, so... And that was my biggest concern. I was like, I don't know if Judy's coming back. Yeah, because I think that receiving corp does look a little weak without Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the early slate of games will be tough. It'll be the two... It'll be Hackett and Wilson kind of getting to know each other a bit. Because it's a pretty new system for Russ. Yeah. Like, the Pete Carroll system was very much run, and then Russ just bail us out. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know what the Seahawks offensive system it was. was. All, they were like the highest running team every year. Yep. And they had the top three quarterback every year. Yeah. So it was very weird. And what do you have Lockett too? And Metcalf was, I don't know. It was just a weird offense. So I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be kind of something new because I don't know if Russ totally thrives in just the Aaron Rodgers offense. Yeah. He needs that little run game. I think so too. Or just like, I mean, use him while you have like the read options and stuff like that. Like use him while you have him. Russ has probably still got two years of athleticism in him. And Javante Williams is very underrated. Yeah, so I, I, agree. Think, I think he has a big. That offensive here. line is pretty good too. Pretty it's probably, stout. It's probably the best offensive line Russ has had in at least the last six, seven years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Seahawks has just been pissing on their foot. Yeah, saloon doors. That's all they've been. Yeah. 
I think this is a team to keep an eye on, though, for like a big midseason trade. I think they're going to follow the Rams blueprint from here on out. Like, just go all in while you have this core. Mm -hmm. So I think I could see them making a big midseason trade. Maybe it's for another receiver or like a defensive piece. It's usually defensive end or edge rusher. Yeah, pass rush. Yeah, usually it's extra pass rush Mm because those guys will get hurt. So I think they'll do something like that. I think they're honestly, these next three years, they're just going to follow the Rams blueprint and just keep going all in. I mean, they already did. They already had their like Stafford trade mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. And the, the Broncos defense was top five last year. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're losing Fangio, but I mean, there's, if they're top 10 at all, I think they're That's easily, huge. easily a playoff team. Absolutely. I think the defense is going to be a, a play a lot bigger role in this team than people think. I think especially those first few games while they're trying to figure out the coach, the Wilson and Hackett dynamic, I think the defense will win them a game or two, which will be huge. Yeah. And in that division, that defense is going to have to stand out. I think it's probably the best defense in that division. Mm, the Chargers, maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. The Chargers, the Chargers have the best players on defense, but I don't know if they have the best defense. Yeah. I never say. Yeah. They have the <laughs> yeah. best, like, indi- they have the best names right. on defense. And the, Broncos defense better team defense I think so too mm-hmm. so I think it'll be interesting I think I they're probably the team I'm the most excited to watch this year a lot of intrigue yeah they're the biggest like what if I think the NFL is treating them that they're on prime time like every other week five times I think I think so I think they're tied for the most and I mean that Broncos team when Peyton first came there they were fun mm-hmm. like Denver's a fun football environment when they have a team to rally around yeah and the ball travels further so it more, does more bombs from Wilson. Except for they don't have a ton of home games to start off the year, and that's kind of their advantage early on. Usually, is they have a ton of home games and like teams come in out of shape, and that Denver air just kind of screws them over. Yes and no, because then you have the w- late winter games. That's and true. If you have a snow game here and there, that helps them a lot. Yeah. To, yeah, I think overall it's a great home field advantage, though. Yeah, and I, th- I honestly, I do think the Broncos are a good organization. I think. When they had Peyton there, they did it right. I mean, obviously, he liked it enough. He stayed, and he, like, works for the organization now. And owns a bunch of Papa John's. Yeah, he lives... He stayed... He, like, planted his roots in Denver. Really? He did, yeah. Hmm. So, I think the Broncos... I think these next three or four years are going to really be a team to watch. I think they can really make some noise. I honestly would... I would predict they'll win a Super Bowl in the next three to four years. Whoa. I'm a big Russell Wilson fan. I see that. Yeah. Even though he's weird. He's so weird. He's <laughs> he's as corny as it gets, but I still think he's he's a good quarterback. He's really fun to watch. He's probably my favorite Madden quarterback of all time to play with. <laughs> Madden quarterback. Because hmm. like everyone says Vic, and Vic just feels dirty to play with. Yeah, yeah. You don't no feel like you're Vic. earning it. Yeah, yeah. Wilson, you feel like you're earning it still. That's true. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Anything we didn't touch on? Um. Hmm. No, that's pretty. I good. mean, obviously the division's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, the more I look at the, I mean, two weeks ago I wasn't really high on the Broncos, but now I'm like, hmm. They they, they like have a few like a pieces that you like don't like that don't like jump. They don't have like a a bam player besides Russell Wilson, but it's solid it's all just across the board. A lot of B's around mm. the board. They don't. I think if they could get like an Odell or something, that would be huge too. Like if they could get a, a true number one receiver, because I don't know if Judy's a true number one. Well, then you got Cortland Sutton, and then you got Tim Patrick. Yeah, that are pretty solid. Yeah, it's very similar to what the kind of the core of receivers they had when Peyton was there. I just keep getting flashbacks to that era. Yeah, you can't help but think about it. Yeah, because I don't think Demarius Thomas was a true number one. There was a few years he turned into a true number one for sure. But but the thing about Peyton, like he'll elevate any receiver. Exactly. And I think Russell do the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
Because, well, I guess now we'll see if DK Metcalf and T- and Tyler Lockett are really that guy either. Fuck. I don't even know. I know. I think Drew Locke's their quarterback. Drew Locke could be Geno Smith. Oofdas. Like, we keep forgetting Geno did start a few games for them. They might be more comfortable rolling with Geno. And I hated watching the Seahawks last year. It was rough. I hope they're not within, on prime time ever. And now they don't have Russell. Yeah. Their most exciting player. Yeah, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough in Seattle this year. It's gonna be a rainy day in Seattle. Very couple of them, a couple two treat rainy days. <laughs> um, and then for the NFC, we're gonna preview your boys, the New York Giants. Yep. Big black, bad blue. Big bad blue. Um, I said it a few weeks ago. I think they go four and thirteen. I think they're dead last in the division. I think they're barreling towards a full rebuild. I do like Brian Dable. I think he's a good coach, but I think they're gonna kind of give him permission to rebuild this team. Mm. So my uh Predictions are, I think Daniel Jones is benched by midseason. I think he's done. And I think they trade Saquon before the deadline. I could see like Sa- assets. Uh, yeah, and Dable, like, when he was with the Bills, they didn't really use Singletary a lot. No. There was a lot of, like, pass out. They, I think they pass it more than anyone in the league, if I remember correctly. I think the Bills were the highest passing team. And Saquon, he can catch, but he's not, obviously, a catch-first running back. Uh-uh. Like in the screen game, he'll he would kill it. I don't think he's a must have for him going forward. Yeah, he probably doesn't fit the best in that offense. I think it depends on if ownership is willing to just give him the keys and let him take over because they've had a few coaches lately. They haven't really done that. They've kind of they are still the ones making the decisions mm-hmm. and they've just always been in that mediocre space since that last Super Bowl. Yeah. I, and I think Daniel Jones will this will be his best year so far. I you think, think I, I think he's I just don't think he's the guy. I think he'll definitely take a step above the previous years for sure. Do you think he play, he makes it the whole season? Yeah. Do you think he's a quarterback? You know, do you think he's a quarterback next season? I think so. You do? Because like, I mean, obviously Daniel Jones doesn't have the arm power Josh Allen does, but they're similar play styles for sure. Yeah, they're both big bodies. They both run around a good amount. They scramble a lot. Yeah. So I mean, they're not too far off. I mean, Josh Allen's obviously better. I guess. Daniel Jones would be like diet Josh Allen. <laughs> He's like store brand Josh <laughs> Allen. <laughs> like, a, what is that? Walmart brand, Great Essentials? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's something like that. He is definitely, I don't think diet is even a fair enough term. <laughs> I don't know. I just have never seen anything in Daniel Jones worth watching. I mean, the man literally tripped on a wide open touchdown. Yeah, but he was going like 22 miles per hour. Did you see the next gen stats with that? I did, but st- he literally tripped on a wide open touchdown. That's the doofiest thing you could possibly do. That's something I would have done. Well, there's probably a banana pill or someone or something. I guess I just didn't see it. I just don't also I don't see the offensive weaponry on this team. I like Wandell Robinson, who they drafted out of Kentucky. Sounds like he's doing well in camp right now. And if Kadarius Tony, if he can step up, he'd be he's a great receiver after the catch. He's he very is. slippery. Yeah, I would agree. And I, they don't have Evan Ingram still, do they? I don't remember. Yeah, I, he's I, kind of a non-factor though. Yeah, I'd agree. He's a good name, but he's like a good fantasy name. He's like one of those fantasy tight ends when your guy's on a bye and you're like, oh fuck, I, like Sunday morning, you need a tight end. He's always who I would go for. Right, and then he'll have like one thirty-point game, and you'll see that, and like in his past, like, and, and that's oh, what, yeah. and that's what keeps you go going back to him for those moments. And then you start with a tight end, it gives you three points. You're like, fuck. Exactly. Yeah, one <laughs> catch for six yards, <laughs> injured. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I think. I just I like. I mean, it. the division's weak. Yeah, it's wide open. The division is wide open. I mean, Eagles is probably the toughest competitor because I just don't believe the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. And there always is that team. We I keep saying it. There's the team that goes from fourth in the division to first. And NFC East is usually that division. It usually is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or NFC South. So I don't. I 
I don't know. I'm kind of high on the Giants. I just, I've bought, I've, I was a Giants fan kind of back in the day during those Eli years. Like I was a big Eli Manning uh, truther, I suppose is the right word for it. Mm-hmm. But I just, this franchise just, I think they're the worst franchise in all of sports right now. <laughs> I really think they do. I th- really think they are. How many times do they just look repulsive on national television? Oh yeah, they were, they were very bad. They're, oh, they're just unwatchable. They haven't been watchable in like five years. I'd even argue those last few years of Eli were rough too. Yeah, he was he was ready to retire. They just yeah, they're just they they're never fun. They're never exciting. And they're always on TV. They are always on TV because they're <laughs> goddamn New York City. But I I don't know. I just I don't see anything to be excited about. I think they're heading to a rebuild, and I hope they give uh, Brian Dable the keys to like fully rebuild this team because I think that's what this team needs is a full on rebuild. Full fucking rebuild. I don't think there's anything in this core worth holding on to right now. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I just see Dabble having a big offense this year. I mean, I could see it. Like, there usually is that coach that'll come in and turn around an organization. Mm-hmm. And I think he would probably be the best bet for that. Maybe McDaniels. But Yeah, he'd be a good, like, coach of the year bet to put on. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder what the odds are for that. It'd be good value for that one. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. That is probably the one question mark I have, because I do think he is a good coach. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. You say so you think they're about a year or two or two years away or so. I think two years away. Yeah. I think they need a new quarterback. I think they'll draft one next year. Bryce Young. I think. Well, I think next year there's a ton of good quarterbacks coming out. Mm-hmm. At least as of now. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think they draft a new quarterback next year. I I never liked the Daniel Jones pick to begin with. Sounds yeah, they like the only. And it sounds like the only reason they did is because he's a friend of the Mannings. <laughs> like I, so I think stupid. I think they're so deep in the Manning pocket still. Yeah. Yeah nepotism yeah 100 percent, because they didn't want to piss off eli right which is so weird because i guess he eli is a two-time winning quarterback he did everything the right way he did a lot for that organization but to still be bending the knee to him it's like the exact opposite of what like bill belichick would do exactly 100 <laughs> percent. that's yeah. a great way to put it yeah think what bill belichick would do but the opposite literally holding on to 2010 at this point <laughs> right. or it might have been 2011 right but We'll see. Uh, that's a look f- in the forward. Should take a look at the past. Yes. So going. Thank you. I'm working on them. So we're going back into the NFL time machine. This is today's date. Today is June 1st. And 2014. Year is 2014. So first headline I'm seeing, Dolphins owner. LA will certainly have a team in five years. Nailed it. Nailed it. 100, yeah. 100%. I always... I honestly always thought the LA thing was never going to happen. Looking back at it, I don't know why I thought that mm-hmm. because LA is such a big market. But I think it's just because uh, Ziggy Wolf threatened to bring the Vikings there so many times and it just never happened. Yeah, that yeah. I kind of just thought, yeah, LA is just not a football town. Plus, you've probably never seen a team move before. I know I never had it in my lifetime. So you you don't really know what that feeling is. Yeah, I was too young and naive. Because I remember when the Rams moved, I was like, holy fuck, this is a big deal. And now we have three pro football teams in LA. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Three? Yeah, the Rams, the Chargers, and I mean, USC is good enough that they're going to be oh, a pro football Sorry. team. <laughs> Colin Coward's in the studio. Right yeah, that was, that was a joke that I was, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> staring at your Blake face. I'm like, I don't know if this one's going to land, but I hope it does. Oh, I, I think you're going to go for like a Chargers. Like they never have a home game. Nope. I was going to go. I was USC. I'm on my USC homer. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Yeah, pretty much. All right. On the left here, we got a polished backup plan. Even behind Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo poises and poise is impossible. Let's see what else is around the league crew. So this is when Jimmy Garoppolo just got drafted. 
Yep. Interesting. Uh, oh, I crept, clicked the wrong one. Yeah. And now Jimmy is in limbo pretty much for a different team. Jimmy's led to a team to a Super Bowl somewhere else. <laughs> Tom Brady thinks that the new Patriots teammate, Jimmy Garoppolo, is a nice boy. And we get why. <laughs> and possibly well-polished. You half wonder if he wasn't left in a basket at the Patriot Way doorship, doorstep as an infant. <laughs> It's a great art. art that is really, that's really well written, actually. I like that a lot. Good for them. <laughs> Jets' sixth-round pick, Taj Boyd, has the best seat in the house for the Geno Smith-Michael Vick controversy. Oof. <laughs> that one did not work out well. This might have been the year Geno Smith got punched in the face for, oh, what a teammate. I think it was a little down the road. Was it? Yeah. Count Khalil Mack amongst those who believe Matt Schaub still has it. Oh, man, he's poised. Mack told Sessler. <laughs> You can tell a great quarterback when you see one. He's the real deal. Oh. <laughs> Khalil, stick to tackling quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah, this one. Brandon Marshall gushed about the impact Bears coach Mark Trestman during the news conference. Uh, ba, ba, ba. They had a big falling out, didn't they? Yeah, I think Trestman Mar- was like... Trest- Trestman was kind of a disaster. Yeah, he was bad. They got blown the fuck out so many times. That was a rough one. Head back to the uh, homepage for a second. Or you had a couple other articles pulled up. But it looks like- uh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers increases yoga exercises, drops weight. This is what he first started on his path towards being a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Expect to see a more svelte. Is that how you say it? More svelte Aaron Rodgers when the Green Bay Packers open the season. The star quarterback told ESPN that he's dropped 11 pounds in the offseason. Wow. He's attempting to gain more flexibility following a season where he missed seven games with a broken collarbone. A lot more flexibility helping with those injuries as you get older, said Rogers. You turned 30. Oh, wow. This was, yeah, I guess seven years ago. I uh, just had to rest and get into my routine when I did. So he hasn't gotten to like the Zen part of yoga, but this is like the start right. of when he discovers like this is Buddhism. like his gateway drug. Yes. This is when he started smoking like weed before like getting into a full on <laughs> philosophical journey. Right. That's super interesting. <laughs> uh, next one. Johnny Manziel, very similar to RG3, Shanahan says. That is so many names that I forgot were correlated. While the country's talking heads lost all perspective on Johnny Manziel's off-season vacation in Las Vegas this weekend, that's when he did coke in the bathroom. Oh, geez. That's when he got caught doing coke. Around the league was concentrating on signs emanating from OTAs that Kyle Shanahan's offense is being tailored towards the rookie's strengths. So he wasn't at OTAs. That's a great sign. (laughs) Just weeks after insisting Manziel won't be handed the job and relegating him to third team reps, Coach Mike, remember Mike Patine? Yeah. I hated him because I was the biggest Manziel diehard of all time. He looked like an asshole. I hated Mike Patine so much. Mm. I I thought he was holding the team back. I thought he should have been fired the day he didn't name Manziel the starter. He looked like that dad at Little League games that yells at the umpire. Yes, 100%. Uh, bolstering our already strong belief that Manziel will start the season opener, Shanahan told USA Today. He was the, uh, imagine how frustrated Kyle Shanahan was as the offensive coordinator <laughs> under Mike Patine. Oh God! So USA that he sees a lot of comparisons between his new quarterback and the one who earned 2012 Offensive Rookie of the Year honors. Johnny and RG3 are very similar. They're both talented guys who can make plays with their legs. But there comes a time in the NFL where they're going to need keep you in the pocket. And you're going to have to have the ability to make throws with your arm and mind. And Johnny, just like Robert, has arm talent and intelligence Oof. to do that. Yikes. Woof. Didn't have the arm or the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one more article here. Oh. Uh, you have one pulled just up. Just the LA one. And that takeaways here. Let's go back, go back to the homepage. I think there's one more I saw. Um, where was it? 
Josh Freeman was released by the Giants after one month. That's sad. <laughs> um, rookies are trying the uniform. So this is the year Teddy Bridgewater and then we're dra- Manziel, yep. Bridgewater, all that so stuff. So it's been Zimmer's who, first year too. Who was the best quarterback of that draft then? Who was the first overall pick? The pull, yeah, the two, what's the 2014 NFL draft? Yeah, my, I think that was, yeah. And he, I guess, he's still in the league, but he's, he was, he's, could you qualify Jadavion Clowney as a bust? He was supposed to be that guy. People were tanking for him. Like, I, I haven't seen the impact of a college tape have such an impact on a player. Yeah. I think he's slightly over. Clowney, Greg Robinson, bust. Bust. Blake Bortles, Sammy Watkins. Khalil Mack is probably the best player in the draft so far, although I did see Devontae Adams on that list. Mike Evans. Mike Evans, he's a pretty good. Anthony Barr, still playing. Odell Beckham. Yep. Aaron. Oh, Aaron Donald's best in that draft. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, CJ Mosley. I'm not seeing a quarterback yet. Brandon Cooks. Manziel. D Ford. (laughs) Teddy. Teddy. Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. Best quarterback in that draft is Derek Carr for sure. Probably the last one picked of the, like, original bunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. He's a second-round pick. Jarvis. Jarvis. Who else we got? Trey Turner. Devontae Freeman. There's some names that are still playing in here. Oh, yeah. It is crazy how many end up not making it. Oh, yeah. You always you always think a second-round pick is even still a guarantee, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek Carr was probably the... Derek Carr and Aaron Donald are probably the two best players in that draft. Yeah. And then... Uh, Odell. Khalil. Khalil, Odell. Mm-hmm. The two, yeah, the two, like, probably highest-paid defensive players came from that draft before T.J. Watt. Antonio and Zach Martin, great linemen. Ha ha Clinton Dix at the best, ha. best all time great sports name. Ha ha Clinton. Ha ha Dix. Clinton Dix. Three funny words in that name. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Honestly, yeah. It's like if you were to see that in Madden, you'd be like, ha ha, this would never happen. Yeah, you're like 10 years into your <laughs> simulated franchise at that point. And you take a Snapchat of it, send it to all your buddies. Like, yeah. can, you LOL. Believe, can you believe this? And they're saying, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. All right. You got anything to add before we wrap this one up? Um, Enjoy the match. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure some, there'll be funny little clips. There, oh yeah, there'll be some sort of clip happen. I'm even Tom Brady might even get like a hole in one or something, and then I have to delete my Twitter at that <laughs> point because I've been hating on him all day on Twitter. He'll get a hole in one on a par five somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because that man, if he if he gets something like that to happen, then I'm convinced he has a deal with the devil <laughs> because he just can't keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> That's truly how I feel about Tom Brady in every way, and I I've grown to like him a lot more lately, but. It's just gotten to be too much. It's too much. It is. It's too much. So, yeah, everyone do me a favor and go report Tom Brady's le- latest golf tweet as bullying because <laughs> he bullies a lot of guys in it. So, yeah. let's get him off Twitter. Let's get him banned. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Please, Elon. Please, Elon. We need you now. Um, <laughs> yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the match. Um, if you have a date that you'd like us to go back into on the NFL time machine, yeah, let us know on YouTube. Let us know whatever. And uh, I said, again, I'm going to go with Warriors and six for the finals. Okay. You're going Celtics and seven. Correct. All right. We'll see what happens. See ya. See ya.